Why are people not meant to learn Kabbalah until they're 40 years old? First of all, it says, it says explicitly in the Sfadim, saw from the Ramak. I think the Ramak writes 25. Um, but the test is that people should learn Kabbalah to a certain age. What people don't know, and they should know, is that Baal Shem Tev said the same thing also. Do you know that? The Baal Shem Tev said, also learn Kabbalah. It's printed in Shadish Mitzat Tfila, which is in the Pedic Base, but don't learn Kabbalah. And he doesn't put a time frame on it at all. So everybody's running around learning Kabbalah and you have all of these caches. Those of us who learn Chassidus Chabad uh, seem to be so involved in Kabbalah and we disregard all of these uh, questions and issues. Um, I'm going to try and answer the question um, ideally in, a, in, a, in a, an optimal level. In other words, in a principled way. How it plays its avat l'payel by us uh, maybe I'll do afterwards or separate. But I'm just going to answer the question in a Higoyan way, if you will. You know, there's something called intelligence. Smarts. The more intelligent people, less intelligent people. A person who's more intelligent understands more. A person who's less intelligent understands less. If you have lesser intelligence, you don't have the capacity to understand deeper things. It's very simple. So if you're not right, you uh, just don't understand certain concepts, whether they're concepts in Gemara, Svaras of Achreinim, Nafkeminim, you just don't understand it. And when one doesn't understand, so, so they don't understand. But not, only, not understanding is personally a deficit, it's a setback, but it's not going to hurt you in terms of Amun, in terms of your real identity as a Jew. What happens if you're very smart and you understand everything? But you're a baby, you're immature. So here there's a bigger risk. Why? If you're truly intelligent and you understand an awful lot, but you don't have a sense of the responsibility of the information you have. You don't have a sense of the maturity associated with these ideas. It becomes a game. So you can be very bright, understand everything, and not have the slightest idea what you're understanding. You know, the difference between the person that comes to a doctor with a splinter and a different, the person that comes to a doctor with a heart problem. They both went to the doctor. One is life and death, and one is a technicality. The same is true in Yom of Yiddishkeit. Pnimiyas HaToyra, Kabbalah, deals with lofty ideas, which are hard to understand in any case. Right? The Rebbe brings out that we only have ideas on Metzias, we have no Sagas Amhus. You never really understand them directly. You only talk around them and try to visualize them and come closer to them. That's why the Rebbe says, any person who learns Kabbalah is automatically Libideg Bekirbe. Not that only when you're Libideg Bekirbe you learn Kabbalah, but the Limud itself creates the Libideg because you never fully understand it. But in addition to the problem of the ideas being difficult, there's the problem that you're talking about the Eibishter. And you're talking about Eibishterliness, the Eibishter's light. If someone misunderstands this, you know, it's like the difference between the Reish and the Dalad of the word Echad. It's, one, it's a little piece of a letter. And it's the difference, when you're dealing with the Yonim, you have to do with the Eibishter. 
and you're trying to understand, right? We're supposed to have a moon, faith. In Pnimi you're trying to understand him of Elokus. A misunderstanding of an idea like that is a sakana And it's not about being smarter, it's about being deeper, being more mature. And this is why there are these limitations. These limitations are not to ascertain, to determine intelligence. These limitations are to determine depth, wisdom, maturity. Ben Aboim Labina, you turn 40, you have a wisdom, you have a depth. So you won't only understand the ideas better, you'll understand the ideas more correctly, with the proper humility. Just like it's brought in Chassidus, that a cotton is part of more mitzvahs. A child is not obligated to do any mitzvahs, not, not responsible for any aveda he commits. What if you have a kid who's 11 years old, and he has a mind like Einstein, or the Ragachavah. He's 11, he knows the whole shas. He knows, with all the nice kalim. Ask him any shayla, and he can tell you the psak. He's not mechoyev a mitzvah, and the tenet says no. Why? Because he's a cotton. And a cotton is not a question of how smart he is and how much he knows. A cotton is the question of how much responsibility he has. And a cotton has no responsibility. That's why it's brought. A cotton ain't like das. A cotton has no das. He has chokhmah be no das. Das is this depth. Das is this maturity. And, and therefore it says also in Chesidus, cotton ain't mailed. Why is cotton ain't mailed? Because in order to be mailed, it says in the tate of ayay, they have to have das. Without das, doesn't work. So you can be very bright. You maybe understand the concepts, but you don't understand what the concepts are about, the life of those concepts. And that's why those limitations are applied. And of course, this should set up the next question. So why are children learning chesidus? And they're not just learning tanya, which speaks about the yonim of the nishomen and yonim of avoida, with a minimum amount of say the nishtasos. They're even learning when modern, they talk about ain't safe and not silas and sfidus and so on and so forth. And there's so much abuse. You know, there's a alt chesidus avort that the Rebbe Rashab, when he made Teim Chetmimim, which is really the first time young kids, relatively speaking, started learning Chesidus Chabad, the Rebbe Rashab had to apologize for Seyed Rishtalshalos, for the butchering that they would take at the hands of these children. So the question is, Taka, why do younger people learn Chesidus? And I'll leave this for another question. Mm-hmm.